0: We say the by putting who you be in a jar. Breaking a heart is a sign of art. It's a sign of God. It's a sign of God.
1: So let me tell you a story. Um a couple of years back, it must have been at least seven years ago, um, a very dear friend of mine, Lonwabo Mavuso. I was driving in the car with him, and he started playing this artist, and I was like, who is this? This is a voice that is just pitch perfect and so gorgeous, and it turned out that it was Imsaki, and it was her very early album, How the Water Moves, and it was such a moment, because I suddenly felt like, wow, this is someone who really is, is, is right there in the middle of her music. And you see you see that all the time when you see Msaki perform. And last night we had the great opportunity of watching her perform to a packed, packed studio, not studio, um, theater here up at the monument. And she is the Standard Bank Young Artist, but she has done something really interesting in her practice of performing, but there's also been an exhibition, an art exhibition. She's performed in a cathedral, and now she's in the studio, which is quite something. <laughs> I was amazed. I thought, like, are we gonna are we gonna be able to get her this time of the morning after such oh a. Oh man! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wouldn't be anywhere else, Michelle. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Does it feel a little bit like closing off your week? Yes, it feels like closing off a lot of things. And I think a conversation with you f- feels um, it. It just feels it feels like I'm an external processor. So, it, I think I need this as well more than more than maybe everyone. Everyone else, you know, that's on the airwaves, um, and and I think more than more than that, I think my heart needs this conversation and just to take a step back because it's been a beautiful week. It's been an incredible ten days here at Gramsdown.
1: You spoke uh, off air when we were chatting now about the fact that you came here and you felt seen.
0: Mm-hmm. The festival has been that for me, Michelle. Yeah. Um, so even before you know, I came here to submit programs. To the fringe, yeah. you know. I came here as a sh- as a young artist. I came here as a, as a as a child, watching festival, understanding theatre, getting blown away by production for the first time, tasting candy floss for the st- first time. <laughs> saw my Don't first. we love that? Yeah, it's all such beautiful nostalgia, and it and it it's actually responsible for a lot of my extremely positive and healing healing memories of Grahamstown. Oh. Is all to do with art. Yeah, and there are painful ones too. You know, because this is where. You know, identity has been challenged and identity has been cunningly and thoroughly whitewashed and we've Mm. had to assimilate to survive because that's what was going on in the schools when we were all dizzy in the rainbow nation Mm. haze trying to figure out what this new South Africa looked like and nobody had the tools to guide young black people into understanding themselves. While saying, oh, we giving you a future?" They were busy telling us, "Oh, but you sound so, you sound so, you know, like mm. the <laughs> you need, <laughs> you need to like sound the like that." Like, yeah. <laughs> so there was so much. There's so much other things, so many other things actually that that have challenged that identity. But the art has been the thing that has replaced it. Yeah. So when I say that I feel seen, I'm talking about six-year-old me feels seen when I went to the National wow. Arts Festival, and then 16-year-old me feels seen when I. You know, first went to the jazz festival and saw you know music that made me remember who I was, and then twenty-year-old feels seen when, when um, I was able to bring a production and there was patience, and 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 um, a space for me to unfold, and then I got a standing ovation award, and then I got another one in Cape Town, and I got more awards. Until this moment where they've, they've said at this time, when I'm about to take a pause, we see you and you can express in whatever way because we've been seeing that you've got... There's more to you, you know. Um, so this has been really special, Michelle. You
1: know, I have to say, and we, we're going to talk about this identity thing specifically to you, but what what's been intriguing over the last two days is how I feel like really, maybe it was because I wasn't here last year, but really this year we've like seen this generation of new they were new artists who have now really taken the stage and so many of them have grown up with this festival Mm -hmm. and have been to the festival and have had the opportunity to attend have had the opportunity to perform and i really wish and hope that someone in our government really understands the importance for children of having the arts to grow up with, not just to become performers, but to really like shift who they are as
0: humans. Definitely. I mean if I think about it's been a taste maker for me. It's it's highlighted artists that have formed part of my artistic, you know, compass and mm. really looked up to people that have been here and been honoured by the space. So not just as a performer and as a participator, but also as an audience member. This is an incredibly special and important place for audience development. And it's a great way for artists to sort of let their art ricochet back and and also have space to perceive themselves. Wow. Um, And and I think about it. I think about just across mediums, you know, like theater shows that I've seen have changed me. Um, Things that I have listened to, watched, experienced dance shows, choreographers have changed me. Yeah. And they've informed my practice as a musician and as a composer.
1: Let's so. talk about that idea of growing the audience. So last night, you it was heaving, as I mentioned earlier on in the show. You performed to a packed audience. The, uh, I almost wished that I could have recorded their response to you because it was... You, they lifted the roof. But having said that, it's hugely challenging to perform to an audience who are there... In their mind, they're there to see a concert. In your mind, you're giving something that is slightly different to A concert. And I'm putting that in inverted commas, A because of the venue, but B because of the narrative of the show that you're giving, and yet you manage to hold and pull and hold and pull that audience. How difficult was that for you?
0: Sometimes there was a lot of ease to it because you know, the the resistance to something new is not really, it's not it's not ever intentional. It's yeah. just people. Expect something and then Mm. they get something else. And for me, you know, it wasn't even a concert, it was kind of a closing ritual. And it's been, I've been in ritual mode, I've been in in open heart mode, open creativity mode. And now closing this chapter also means that I need to guide people to that close, even in that audience space. And I think, you know, it's all energy and love. You know, people are just wanting Mm. to. Just to, to share, you know, what what this moment, what this song, where these songs have met them, and I, I don't take that for granted. And I think yesterday, it was really lovely to hear and to yeah. feel people move with me. And sometimes it was hard. at it I it was telling you that it felt like. Th- pulling the monument through a desert <laughs> s- just the sea of sand and I and, I, and sometimes you know th- I was tr- struggling to, to just get the entire ensemble because it's a choir and it's a string section and it's my band mm. and and it's me and it's my fatigue mm. that I was like we have to see the end of this show and we have to be true to what the moment needs as well so as I'm also changing my mind on stage I have to conduct them mm. essentially so It was the audience and it was my band. Well, I'll tell you, there was a
1: guy sitting in front of me who sang, I think virtually, to every single one of your songs. (laughs) And he spent his entire time, you wouldn't have seen him, but he had his fingers in the heart shape. Oh, man. And he held them above and he kept putting this heart shape with his fingers up into the air and just like holding it there and then carrying on singing and then like heart shape up and then carrying on singing. It was really, it it was something to behold. It was actually amazing. You know, I mentioned to Lady Scully earlier that you had said we need new rituals and it was something that you put up onto the screen. Is that a new ritual of you seeing performance or s- uh, singing to a, an audience as a ritual that you're now closing off? What what, what do you feel with that?
0: Firstly, I can't really take... Um, it's, this is obviously conversations that happens in different ways with different people, but I'm looking for the person that has said that. I know there's a writer who carries on to talk about how... We need new rituals that look at the sea that that perceive that that allow nature to inform mm. how we we move. But there's another writer that sa- said um, we need new rituals, and I think it's an African um, male writer either from the east. Or mm. So I'm looking, I'm looking for who that that quote is by, and I'm I'm activating it and putting it as part of my exhibition.
1: I have to say, Garvey you, has just walked in with a <laughs> uh, beautiful, beautiful handmade coffee. Go find it in Please. the village. <laughs> go also find it in the monument
0: because it's the only thing that keeps you going for ten days. Nice one, Garvey. <laughs> so Thank you. So no, the the reference to that, Michelle, is the um, you know I'm talking about how there's a lot that we've inherited mm. from our parents, um, our communities, and there's there's beautiful things that we've seen, and there are rituals that are more more popular than others. Like, yeah. you know, young men go to the to the to the hills at c- the coming of age we get married a certain way we do we we we've learned how to do family we know how to welcome a child we actually don't know all of that because some of that has been wiped away by some of the spaces mm. that i even performed in you know yeah and so for me being in the cathedral having an installation of macanoscope in the in the space my 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 um exhibition space drawing things that could look like the clergy but could look like the ancestors but could look like soldiers that look li- there's so mm. many questions and it's not really to fight it's to yeah. say that with with all of that really complicated history we can still talk about healing as a collective wow and we can really yeah. look at each other and see that spirits has got us having more in common than what we have apart you know, and and I, and I was enjoying the drawings. I was working um, out of my friend's studio in LA for like a good month. Every night, um, I'd be writing songs in the morning. You know, writing pop, pop songs, pop yeah. pop songs for, <laughs> for pop artists. And in the evening, I'd go back to the studio with my friend Simpiwe Nzube. He's yeah. from he's from South Africa, and we he shared his studio with me for a whole month. And I just remember looking at the similarities and drawing these clergy hats that actually mm. are the same as same shape as what you know. Um, spiritual workers mm. in, in indigenous cultures, so many simil- similar codes and symbols that we're activating. And um, at the same time it's like questions about violence and you're looking at mm. the skull and and looking at how that's a symbol for for traitors, but it's yeah. also a symbol for work that has been done. It's a symbol yeah. for a kraal when there's been ritual. There's, and it's also you know questions about what happens to the cattle when when the settlers arrived and shot the cattle and shot and yeah. took the women and and the children and so for me it's like music and art and the space in between is a very safe space to ask questions that are too difficult to put in sentence form and when i say we need new rituals i'm also l- looking at how my personal story of violence mm. How my little personal monuments of pain and misunderstanding and my ruptures of identity, crises, you know, in my in my short life, interface with the biggest South African story of violence and redemption and reimagining and unity, and I mean, there's how how do we do it?
1: There's so much in what you're saying that like one could pick apart and I'm thinking about yeah. your, your art exhibit. It's the Atherston Gallery here. Yes. So if anybody's in the monument, go and have a look it. It's intriguing because it talks to, as you say, there's the skull and death, but there's also, you know, the white crosses and the soil in the space, mm. um, the physicality of what you've actually put in that exhibition. It's like not just images on a wall, it's like sand and it's it physical. And then you, you go down and you're performing here and then you go to the cathedral and you pulling together so many almost um con- con- contrasting images i mean there's as you say what could be uh, western religious imagery but also could be great ancestral imagery as well pulling all of that together i mean that's a massive massive task
0: i don't know it <laughs> it feels it feels very I mean, it feels like a very n- norm, like natural entry point, and I think we're doing that. Yeah, we're, we're
1: in a space like the monument, which, as you say, is redolent with history. Yeah. Not good, you know.
0: The, you know, and that's the thing. It's it's. I'm here to salvage, to to to. That's what art. I mean, I believe that my one of the the biggest threads of, you know, the art that I really want to make and the things that I've been making. Mm. If I look back, it's a dance between art and justice and what that looks like yeah and it's it's hilarious that i studied cons- constitutional law and it was my favorite thing when yeah. i when it, before i was a, a law school dropout but it stayed with me you know it stayed with me that idea that art is a place it is the final courtroom it's the place where we can really make a petition for justice you know because when the real courtrooms let us down and we protest and we don't get um when we don't get a result how do you find healing and this is mm what this ritual is about it was about going to fetch those fragmented left behind versions of younger asanda, confused asanda, not just me, not just my little personal story but you know kind of putting it together to 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 intentionally look for healing and to and I think that I've exponentially experienced it. I feel yeah. like I'm not the same as I was 10 days ago and I feel like I've been met by a lot of grace for that intention to come full circle for sure.
1: We're going to go to a break. We have to go to a break, unfortunately. But when we come back, let's uh, take it through. Thank you.
0: At S A F M Radio and at Mesh Constant on S A F M.
1: We're chatting to the singer, the songwriter, the artist, the thinker, um, so much more, the activist, and um, I want to say, Msaki Oh, Asanda! (laughs) Oh my people! (laughs) It was oh Asanda <laughs> <laughs> it was very sweet um, off air you know we were talking about the, the closure of what this week has meant for you and it is closure to, to what you've been doing and perhaps moving into some slightly different spaces as well do
0: you feel sad I'm a bit sad yeah I am um, I think it's this is obviously I fought for this I fought for this life mm. as an artist um, because I didn't realize what I had for a long time. But... Um, do oh you, what man. do you mean you
1: didn't realize what you had?
0: I didn't realize that this was essentially part of my calling. I mean, I tried to yeah. completely swim upstream. I wanted to th- do something more that I thought was more important, that I deemed was more important, and wanted to be... I wanted to hold a different place in society, mm. but like the calling really pulled me in and it's been a big part of who I am and I mean, I I don't think I'm going to be losing any of that. I just think that stage right now is not the place that I need to be and being in concert and moving and having the logistics of moving around and being away from my kids and being away from a stationary Mm. place. I think my my practice just needs to be still. Yeah. So it just looks a different way and I need to recalibrate how to move differently if I come back to the stage. It needs to be In a completely different way so that I, A, protect myself from burnout. Yeah. um, B, you know, success is not just being able to move around and be busy. Being booked and busy is the first, you know, it looks like that's what success is. But in terms of just the holistic, balanced life, making sense to my friends and my community, being able to see my parents more. To my your friends, father was in the audience last t- night Yeah, both my, my my mom and dad were there,
1: and how did they how well oh, they must have it must have been something for them yeah?
0: they 're incredible they you know they fought me first because they my, my dad was a, a an attorney and he really wanted me to do something solid, yeah, not necessarily be an attorney, but he was just like well there's ways that we can support you, but we don 't know anything about this career path that you 're choosing, yeah, but once they saw that i 'm actually fine and i'm i 'm figuring out my own way they 've been my biggest champions my biggest cheerleaders and the source of um, my mom has been like a language um, mm. coach. She's been ask- asked, I've asked her all my questions when I'm stuck and I don't understand mm. where to move poetically in this closer. Um, my dad has just been like, you know, he co-arranged Nali Temba with me. He's a choral composer. Oh, really? Yeah, and he will call and say, "Ah, that song! I heard kids singing it uh, as Lalini in, yep. in the rural areas." And I think it's like, "I think you have a hit on your hands." <laughs> when the kids can <laughs> sing it back, you're doing something right, and yeah. it's so encouraging. Yeah. Always yeah. calls me after the top forty. He listens for my songs, and he'll tell me he's the first one to pick up like wh- what's new, you know. Mm. So so encouraging and to have them in the audience yesterday meant so much my kids were there as well
1: it, i don't know if this is appropriate for me to ask but yes. you you and if i don't if it isn't just say pass but you talk about a calling does this mean that you may be thinking of twice a ring, or is that not the case
0: no that's not you know this is why i um that statement statement about new rituals is that there are things that we've been inherit that we've inherited that are yeah. that are clear that are easy to understand. But we have to redesign our understanding of ritual. I mean, yeah. I co created a new ritual essentially yeah. for um, my younger self because I really believe in shadow work. I believe in in yeah. in healing. That um, that's not only like about meditating yourself into goodness, but also yeah. intentionally going to some of the parts that are quite broken. And I've come across a lot of things that I find helpful within psychology and within spirit work. Yeah. But, um, you know, intentionally going back to ruptures with song and knowing that I'm time traveling to the six-year-old mm. that was dropped off at, at at school that didn't understand how to move from there Yeah. and then got to a, a place where not a lot of people look like you and you're being told, you know, different things about how to perceive yourself. The the new rituals um, about are about understanding w- what it means to move with the spirit in this day and age with the problems that we've we've mm. inherited because of this geography and this history. Absolutely. And I think we can't just take what's been done before without redesigning and relooking at it. So I'm, I am a I am I am interested in healing. Doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to follow a path that everybody's seen, but I I draw on lots of different worldviews. Yeah. To think about how to strengthen spirit. And to think about how to share, you know, what it is that I've been given as purely as possible. So, um, if I ever go down that route, it will never look like uh, what anybody else has done. Because mm. I don't think that any of us are, are here to have a one-size-fits-all journey of any kind. Especially, yeah. even with grow, growing spiritually, yeah. there's different ways to do that. And there's different, Yeah. Um, I think, different wisdom bodies that will... You through different initiations, and some of them are happening with my friendships. Some of them have ha- I even cite, but now a really big spirit guide. Yeah, he's one of my soulmates, one of the people that were here to show me what it looks like to move as the artist that I am, or as this or, as a spirit that I am. There's Matala Gunene, you know, there was my Mat- Dosin, there's my friend Kanyisa, yeah, who's a peer, he's my age, but his wisdom is infinite, and he's taught me how to redesign my own thinking about my spirit work. And my music and my family You actually,
1: I made a note of you saying that last night. You said something about looking for my path between spirituality and music. Mm -hmm. And I I started to think about this idea of your life being a song. You know, like, what would that song look
0: like? I often um, joke about how I've just been singing one song since the beginning. Yeah. whether it's house or I'm a piano or it's a folk song or yeah. it's a cathedral. Or it all comes from the same place. Or or it's a big thing with an orchestra. The soul of the song for me has been like, there's a through line. And part of it, like it may dip and go to places that are lamenting, mm. but it's always, um, I think my song is hope, Michelle. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I've said that to you before. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think my through line is hope um, and I hope that I leave a fragrance of encouragement. Um, and I hope that I can be remembered for that. I hope I can be remembered for somebody who's like just really trying to encourage us to move with the things that are painful but to move forward in a search for like, you know, just some joy. And it's such a huge yeah.
1: responsibility. You know, I was just thinking of these guys that I was talking to before we went into the theater and they'd bought their tickets and she had come down from Joburg and he was from Port Elizabeth, and they they were just talking about like coming to see you and he was a musician as well and i just thought wow you know the, the the kind of like having all these people that you've touched in some kind of way me included i mean you know i Thank tell you so about much. it's quite something as you move forward what would you like to say to your audiences about that journey that you're about to take on
0: oh i'm i'm just so grateful that firstly people listen to the music with the mm. openness and I'm thinking of the person with the, they, they, you know, <laughs> the little, little hat hat heart hands. Yeah. <laughs> it's really special to have, uh, uh, you know, the opportunity to sing over people's mm-hmm. hearts when they allow that, and that's the thing is that we're all creating the song together. It, it's coming from a source. I get to, to be a vessel for some of these songs. I get to collaborate with other people mm-hmm. that I've got a song, and we all, are, you know, we all join the, the big song. We all like mm-hmm. a part of the big song that the universe and the source of yeah. love is singing over us, and I think you know letting letting me take a little chorus and listening back and seeing how you want to meet me at the bridge that's magic, and oh. I think all of us are built to to take art in that way and to let it encourage us you know i'm I'm looking forward to um really i take that seriously i take that responsibility or that gift or that opportunity to sing over people's hearts very very seriously. And this is part of why, you know, vessels need cleaning, they need service, Uh. they need rest. Wineskins need to be new. Uh. And because I take that seriously, I have to take that part of the journey seriously too. I can't just keep going because if the wineskins explode, then Uh. we don't get, we all don't get what we need. We all don't do what we're here to do, you know, so.
1: Saki, I want to say thank you very much. I wish you best on this journey. I know that uh, we're going to keep connecting along the way. And... uh, Well done. You have a great journey ahead of you.
0: Thank you so much. And if I may say, Michelle, thank you for always just being a space where I walk away like learning a little bit more about what I'm here to do because of these conversations. And, you know, hearing some of the things that we both say and create together in these conversations helps me sort of. Knit it back together, and I and I yeah. and you know I hear it differently. I see it differently, and I put it b- back in my little chamber, and then I <laughs> move forward, and I'm not the same after each interview. It's always like this.
1: I appreciate Thank that. You. Guess what? It's nine o'clock. It's time for the news. Good morning.